Hi, everybody. This is Sandy Boucher, and welcome back to Sandy Boucher, the podcast. This is the audio version of a very special video, a combination video, if you will, that I shot this weekend for my followers, and I hope you enjoy it. It was originally recorded as a video, and obviously here you will hear the audio version. So I hope you enjoy it. I would love to hear what you think. Here you have the special combination video from me, Sandy Bouger, straight from Sandyland. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, everybody. This is Andy Boucher, Mishko Pognan Quain Adishnikos Mangdodam, coming to you live from my living room. As you can tell, this is not my office. I'm recording this on a Sunday, and I really try to stay out of my office on a Sunday, but um, I have a lot of reasons I wanted to shoot this episode today, today, and I want to share those with you, but I have to keep in mind, I am sitting on my living room floor shooting this, which means I have company. For those of you who have followed me or do follow me on Instagram, uh, you know about Oreo. I'm trying to get her here. Here she is. Here's Oreo. Um, There is no way she's staying out of this video, which is, so we're just going to accept it and move on. Now, for those of you who follow my blog or who have watched my videos in the past, you know that normally I release my Surviving Isolation video, my podcast and the video on Fridays. And then on Tuesdays, I do my teaching video. Well, this episode, this video is going to be totally, completely different because it's actually like a combination video. If you've been following my blog, or if you're a diehard follower of my videos and podcasts, you would have noticed there was no Surviving Isolation video on Friday. And that's because, like, just truth be told here, keeping it real, uh, I was not having a good day on Friday. I spoke about it in the blog post on, well, with my personal friends on Friday, and then in my public blog post on Saturday, that I truly believe that isolation is a lot like grieving. And I don't want to minimize the grieving process in any way. Anyone who's going through that, my heart and prayers go out to you. What I mean is that that feeling of the waves. When you're grieving someone, you can be feeling fine and all of a sudden someone says something or you come across something and poof, it's like a wave hits you and the grief is intense all over again until it subsides and then the next wave hits further down the line. For me, that's what isolation's been like. Truth be told, most days I'm fine. A lot of the days I'm rocking it, enjoying the change up in my business and how things have really improved in that area. But then there's days like Friday when the grief just hits and I just have to own it and go through it, acknowledging and accepting how much I miss my friends, how much I miss the interaction of being in the room with someone, how much I miss my grandchildren. So on Friday, 
I knew that's when I was supposed to shoot my video and I knew it was about surviving isolation. And honestly, the entrepreneur in me was like, you need to share this, you need to shoot this. But the mental health and the wellness part of me said no. That to, I had to honor myself and I had to honor my grieving. And it was like, you know what? I know the quality of the people that follow me, my friends and fans, and they will understand. So a large part of this video is going to be the surviving isolation. Hang on, I have to grab my stats here. Uh, so I am going to share some of the things that I normally share in the surviving isolation podcast and video. But what I wanted to share the most was what helped me get through it and get past it and get to this great place I'm in now. And I realized that was a teaching. I was actually going to sit down today and shoot my surviving isolation video and then shoot my teaching Tuesday teaching video until I realized they're both the same thing. So that's why this is a combination video. Oreo's just like sucking up here. Like, isn't she adorable? Not bad for 20 years old, eh? She's such a cutie. Uh, so you're getting a combined video today. You're also getting a super casual one. I know a lot of people out there are struggling and adjusting to working from home for the first time. I've worked from home for most of my career as a motivational speaker. But three and a half years ago, when I moved into this condo, on the other side of this wall is actually my office, the one where I normally shoot my videos from. And I kind of made a promise to myself that I don't go into the office on the weekends. On Saturdays, Sundays, it has to be a pretty special reason to get me in there. Now, you can't see, but in behind the couch here, is my dining room and there's a table there and that's where my laptop is and that's where I write my blog post every morning. So it's not like I don't work on the weekends, but I don't go into the office. So that's why this video is being shot in a way more casual way in my living room. So let's get up to speed on surviving isolation first. Uh, we always do the stats for those of you who have checked out those videos. So it was March 11th when the World Health Organization, or WHO, declared the pandemic, and that was 74 days ago. Who thought we would still be doing this 74 days later? I live in Ontario, and Ontario declared their state of emergency on March 17th, 68 days ago. And because I had traveled so much, I actually did four events in one week the last week that I was out there working. Uh, that March 14th was the end of that week, and that's when I went into self-isolation, which was 71 days ago. So normally, and by the way, how are you doing? Please send me an email, email address right here. I would love, and I genuinely, would love to hear and am interested in how you're doing. Good day, bad day, authenticity is everything to me, is now and has been before the pandemic, so please feel free to share. Uh, obviously, I have my good days and my bad days. There was a while that I was counting steps every single day and I was giving you an update in my surviving isolation videos. I can honestly say I don't do that anymore. My neck 
didn't like that. But one thing I'm doing now, which totally works for me, and, and seriously, if there's one thing I've learned through this, whatever works for you. That's what you need to be doing. This is your time. And how you get through this in a healthy way is how you get through it. So, and I'm emphasizing in a healthy way. Please don't let yourself get into any bad habits that are just going to make it harder for you to come out the other end of this. So for me, I wanted to make sure I was getting exercise, the, the daily steps, even though I was listening to my favorite music, really wasn't working. So I started having dance parties. And I don't know if you can see that right there's my island in front of my kitchen cupboards. Um, I rock it out hard in my kitchen. And I know I was talking to my friend about it and he said, oh, so do you dance like no one's watching? And I just laughed and said, no, I dance like I'm intoxicated at a wedding and I want to show off my best moves. Like there is nothing shy about it. You want to watch? Yeah, watch what I can do. So that has really worked for me. It easily puts my steps into the five, 6,000 mark. I do a dance party for one hour and I don't do it every day, but I do it as many days as I can, which is probably... I don't know, four times a week, four or five times a week. So that absolutely does work for me. The other thing that works for me, which was the reason for this video, and I'm gonna have to move Oreo, and I'm not sure how impressed she's gonna be with me about that. She's looking at me like, excuse me. This is how I spend my evenings. By the way, to all you cat owners out there, don't know if this is normal, I spend my evenings apologizing to the cat because she spends her evenings, I'm on the couch watching a movie and she's sleeping in my lap and I spend my evenings apologizing for having to get up and get a drink or having to go to the bathroom and disturb her. So it's a lot of, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What I wanted to share today, one of the things that truly, truly works for me and I am a Nishnabe and I own that and that might mean this works for me and it may not work for you. But one of the things I do is beadwork, like the traditional Ojibwe beadwork. So I do beadwork, not necessarily in the traditional style. But one of the things I always loved about beadwork, and if you, the beads are incredibly small. You gotta wear some serious Mr. Magoo glasses, my mom would call them. That's showing my mom's age, I guess. But the beads are super super small if you have a lighter i don't know if any of you smoke or not you've seen the lighter at some point in your life it takes about 42 beads to go around the circumference of a lighter so that'll give you an idea how small they are so it takes really good glasses and it takes patience and i know before the pandemic i loved doing beadwork because it just slowed everything down instead of the chaos of whatever was going on in my life i could just focus on one bead at a time now during the pandemic most people aren't worried about slowing things down if anything they've got way too much free time on their hands their minds their they've got way too much time to think they're getting themselves into a real panic fit so I was surprised to learn that the beadwork works just as well in this time because it still slows my mind down. Rather than thinking about the craziness, I can just focus on what I'm working on. So uh, it's just something I've picked up in the last week 
two weeks ago, I guess. This is the second weekend. And I wanted to share some of the things I've done because obviously I'm not going to go out shopping for supplies. You can order beading supplies online if you do want to try this. And God knows there's enough YouTube videos to help you figure out how. But I, I have beads, I have needles, I have thread, that's non-issue. It's what did I want to do? And there was one project I had planned on doing for ages, never got around to, finally did, and that was my shoes. So I had picked up these shoes actually at a secondhand store, they're black suede, and I knew right away as soon as I saw them I wanted to bead them. And you can see a little medicine wheel and some, just some decorative beading. And I really, this alone is a reason the pandemic has to end. So that was my first project. That was actually last weekend. And then yesterday morning, Saturday morning, when I was trying to figure out what am I gonna do today, like so many of us do, I realized I wanted to do more beading. So for, again, people that are familiar with beadwork and wear beadwork, the men used to wear these beautiful beaded cuffs that were actually around their watches. You often see beaded cuffs of different varieties uh, as part of our regalia at powwow. But I thought, you know what? Wonder Woman wore cuffs. I want to wear her cuffs. So I just sat down and using the same design, I beaded this yesterday kind of hard to see but it ties around your wrist and it's a beaded cuff so that was fun gotta admit it but today I found another project that I really wanted to do and I just finished it which is what inspired this video so I don't know if you've ever seen these kind of bracelets but they pull apart they're really great for single women because you can just slide it on your wrist and then you grab the end right and you can pull it closed because trying to do up a, a bracelet when you don't have someone to help you can be difficult. This was a gift to me, uh, but it's brown and I don't wear a lot of brown. Black and white Loon Clan is definitely my color scheme. So I actually beaded around it. And if you can see, it has stripes and the dots, which is totally honoring the color of the loom. So, this was my project for today, and I am just so excited, so thrilled. Again, this is reason enough for this pandemic to end um, because I got some new niche bling to show off. What I am suggesting, why am I sharing this with you? Pick up a beetle, beading needle and thread, pick up a paintbrush, pick up a pen and write something, pick up a pencil and sketch something. If you're not a crafty person, cook something, fix something, build something. I have a friend who's totally woodworking and enjoys that. Creating something seems to be such a perfect medicine for this feeling of helplessness. It's the same hope we get when a new child is born. So today, I truly would love to encourage you to take the time to create something. The world needs more beautiful things, and if that's what you can offer the world, then why wouldn't you? 
I hope you've enjoyed this combined video. I'm releasing it today because I owe people a surviving isolation video and I will re-release it on Tuesday for the Tuesday teaching because this is all about teachings found in isolation. Until next week, my friend, I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. And there you have it, my friends. That was my video and podcast for this week, a combination of surviving isolation and teaching Tuesdays. I hope you enjoyed it. Take care of you. Please stay safe. And if you can, stay home. I love you. Bye-bye.